Hey team, Glenn Azar here. Welcome back to the Building Better Humans Project podcast. We've had a week off, or at least we've had a week off from the podcast, but I was out trekking Kokoda for the last time this year. That was my ninth crossing of the Kokoda track. Uh, ninth crossing this year, I should say. My 89th crossing altogether in my lifetime. Typically, I will record podcasts before I go away. And the truth is, I just got so inundated with everything that I have happening at the moment from you know training the athletes, running the gym, running the Building Better Humans project, which once upon a time was just a podcast, but now it's a major part of our business in the personal development space, youth development, corporate stuff, etc. And then of course, running Adventure Professionals, which is the adventure arm of that. So the truth is, I just got to the stage where I thought I could quickly throw some podcasts together, but I didn't want to do that. I, I put a lot of time and effort into the messages that I want to share or what I want to talk about, I don't script anything, as you guys would know, but I do want to make sure that there's quality in whatever I put out there. So I just elected not to have the potty last week. Now, it's an interesting thing because I set myself a goal at the start of the year that I would not miss. But every now and then, you've got to, you've just got to retreat a little bit to get yourself back on track and you have to admit that sometimes you're just not going to get the goal that you would set yourself. It's a minor thing, but here we are. Now, I wanted to talk today about the lessons that I've learnt on my last crossing of the Kokoda track, in this one that just finished, literally I got home last night. And every time I do an adventure, I learn something. And that is, you know, one of the reasons I love adventure, I guess. And it's one of the reasons that I believe adventure is the best personal development in the world. Because it puts you in situations that you have no option but to deal with. Now, it's easy for you to go down a personal development line to think about emotional control and attention control and positive thinking and you know reframing your words, etc. That's all easy in theory, but can you do it practically? That's where adventure comes in. Now, the example I'll give you, I only took five people on this trip. There was meant to be a few extras, but a few people weren't ready, so they pushed off till next year. I don't normally run trips of only five people, but... You know, because financially it's not really a viability, but in this situation there were people that have been waiting since 2020, you know, with the COVID, etc. So I decided to run the trip anyway, uh, and my accountant Renee was on the trip as well, and I really wanted her to have this experience, even though I knew it would be fairly tough on her. So we get over there, and we have some things that have been happening in New Guinea a bit this year, namely plane delays. And we had basically two days of sitting around and having to get new accommodation and just waiting for a plane to take us from Port Moresby over to Poppendedham. After a couple of days, we finally get away. Now, it's an eight-day trip, typically short first day, short last day, if everything goes perfectly. But once we got away, and I'll be honest, I was 50-50, we were even going to get on the track. So now we're talking behavioural flexibility and just dealing with what we have to deal with. I've got people that are nervous, you know, they're quite anxious about whether they've physically and mentally prepped themselves for Kokoda, so there's the ups and downs of them going through, oh, we're going again, we're not going, we're going again, we're not going. The disappointment if we didn't get to go, but perhaps, if we're honest, a little bit of relief too, okay, I get to go home and read, get myself ready, and and then all of a sudden we were on, and we got the phone call saying, Flights on, get down here, we're boarding. And we just ripped down there. They ran us through the airport, straight on the plane, no time to think, bang. We're over there, we're on the trucks, we're over into Kokoda. Now, I have the option to add a day or two on, and I asked the team, do you want to add a day or two on so we can just go over our normal program, or do you want to try and finish on time 
and we can even make that call as we go. And to their credit, they all said, let's give it a crack. Let's see if we can finish this on time. So we had ages of mid-30s through to 62, so a broad range of ages. Fitness levels, you know, from really good to just average, I, I would you know, say that would be a fair assessment. And we did the track in six and a half days, where it's normally eight. Now that's, if you've not done Kokoda, that might not sound like much to you, but put yourself in this mindset. You're in a tough jungle environment. You've got the weather and whatever to deal with, the ups and downs like most people have never experienced. And for a lot of people, Kokoda would be the toughest thing physically and mentally that they would put themselves through. And then with no real planning, these guys did it a day and a half quicker out of necessity more than anything else because that was the option that was thrown at them. And the lessons that we learn from this is to calm our mind when it's going through stuff to, and that's my job partially, is to be a really calm energy. Um, lessons around, again, behavioural flexibility around you have no control. It doesn't matter what you want. It doesn't matter what you think. doesn't matter what you say. Right now, you have no control but to deal with what is being presented to you. And your focus is to solve that problem as best you can. Now, we couldn't solve the problem of not having a plane, but we could solve the problem of how are we thinking about this? What's my body doing? You know, Because there's a physical reaction when you're going through this anxiety and nerves. Not for me, obviously, because I've been there a lot, but for the people trekking. And so you get to put into practice all the things that you think you know about personal development. Now, I've been doing this for a long time, both adventures and personal development. And even for me, every time these challenges come up on an adventure, I view it as an opportunity to walk my talk, to be who I say I'm going to be. And that's one of the things I love about adventure, because it doesn't care. The weather doesn't care. The countries you go to don't care. The fact is that you've set yourself a goal that's arbitrary as far as the rest of the world is concerned. And that's probably most of our goals. The world doesn't really care about our goals so much. It's not trying to stop us, but nor is it trying to help us. The world just keeps doing what it's doing. It's up to us to maintain our flow in the middle of that. It's up to us to be able to push ourselves, to challenge ourselves, or to respond to challenges that are thrown our way, no matter what. It's up to us to stick to our goal. These guys did that, and they walked the track in six and a half days. Adventure is absolutely the best personal development in the world. You could never convince me of otherwise. I've just experienced this way too many times. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.